You are listening to the Balancing Act podcast with Danny Euro. I'm a licensed mental health counselor based out of Miami, Florida. I use the ideas and principles of acceptance and commitment therapy to help individuals who find themselves struggling in various areas of their lives. Episode four, where is your North Star? Hey there, this is the Balancing Act podcast, and my name is Danny Yero. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for those that have listened to the first few episodes and have come back. Thank you for those that are finding us for the first time. I appreciate it. I'm humbled, as I maybe say too often, but I guess you can never say that too often. I'm humbled that you would actually spend time to listen to this. Time is an unrenewable resource, so I'm just uh, I'm grateful that you would use it to, to listen, and I'm hoping in some way this is helpful. So I'm just thankful that you're here, that you're listening, and I hope uh, it, you're impacted enough in a way that you will uh, subscribe, listen, share, and, you know, and pay it forward in some way. Just a, a quick recap. This is episode four. First episode was psycholo- psychological flexibility, which I kind of just gave a rundown of what the goal is, right? And, and as we cultivate psychological flexibility, um, we do improve our quality of life, right? doesn't guarantee that curveballs will not be thrown our way. It just means that we'll be able to deal with them when they get pitched at us, right? Episode two was about uh, diffusion and the ability to look at our thoughts instead of looking from our thoughts and how our thinking can really, if we're overly attached to them, can really influence the way we're interpreting our circumstances and influence our behaviors. And, uh, and then the third episode, which was uh, the most recent one, was about acceptance and how um, accepting our emotions as they come up and finding a way to to be okay with feeling these feelings and showing ourselves compassion when the uncomfortable ones are elicited by circumstance is a way to become flexible and how we become inflexible when we avoid particular feelings, when we go into this mode of experiential avoidance. Uh, This episode, episode four, uh, entitled, Where is Your North Star? um, is about values and the importance of being able to know what your values are. And that, that this might sound very trivial, but you'd be surprised when I sit down with clients and I ask them, so what are your values? And then I get this like blank stare. Um, I forget the little girl's name, but in the in, in Monsters, Inc., um, the little girl who's just like kind of blinking at Sully, like, uh, I don't know what the hell I'm looking at, right? That uh, That's kind of like the look I get a lot of times when I ask my clients, so what, what are your values, right? So today's episode is going to explore this idea of uh, values um, and how important they are to to be identified so we can figure out a direction we want our lives to be traveling in. And the opposite values, which is a form of inflexibility, is just being confused about the direction we want to travel in. I don't know how many times, I can't even count them, when I have a a client in my office who um, doesn't feel like they have a sense of purpose and then... When I ask them what their values are, they're like, I don't know. I'm like, well, that's probably why you don't feel like you have a purpose because you're not even sure which direction you want to travel in anyway. Like, how are you going to be able to know what your purpose is or find something that's purpose-driven and uh, purpose-fulfilling if you don't even know where your magnetic north is, right? So we'll explore a little bit of that today. Um, I'm gonna, I'll have some questions that I'll just pose, answerless questions uh, in, in the hopes to stir uh, the gray matter in your skull, right? To have you start thinking about some things as they, as they apply to you. Uh, then we'll 
Um, I'll talk about this idea of the two different paths. Um, then we'll go into actually talking about values in particular and defining them and uh, defining the idea and concept of values and start like unpacking that idea. Then talk about that problematic, uh, I guess, uh, the trap we fall into of instant gratification. We'll talk about that as well. And ultimately, at the end, it's the challenge, right? We can't, we can't, uh, we can't finish uh, a balancing act without giving some kind of challenge at the end. So, I hope you sit tight. Hope you enjoy, and let's give let's give this a go. Questions. What direction is your life going in? What is it that really matters to you? Why are you working at the job that you're currently working at? When you go on vacation, is it to do what you love or is it to escape from the work that you're doing? Are you doing the same thing in your marriage? Are you vacationing to stay away from the everyday home life? Why are you posting on Instagram? What do the likes mean to you? The followers? The reposts? What is Snapchat doing for you? Why are you Snapchatting everywhere you go? The meals, the concerts, the elevator rides? Where is your North Star? Are you headed that way? The two different paths. So let's, uh, let's teleport into a field, right? Let's picture ourselves in the, some open nature here, right? Let's try to paint the picture of a, a nice blue sky. Uh, it's, it's daytime. There's these, uh, chin high uh, weeds and plants and whatnot and we're kind of like in an open field area and then there's trees canopy of trees around and then our camera view is going to sink down to the ground level kind of like we're discovery channel kind of uh you know blue, you know blue planet or earth or whatever one of these shows and we're zooming in Nice and tight to a nice close-up of a field mouse, right? So we have this field mouse that's just chilling there. I'm, I'm wondering if we uh, should call him, uh, what's his name, Fievel? Remember uh, uh, American Tale? I just dated myself for those that saw that cartoon many moons ago. But we got Fievel, we'll name him, this field mouse in, uh, you know, ground level in this prairie in the, um, this open field area. And he is basically in survival mode. He, um, his diet normally consists of seeds and fruits and whatnot. And he's just basically looking for the next seed, the next fruit. And he not only is looking for the next seed and the next fruit to consume, to, to acquire calories. So his, so his body has calories to burn and live another day, but calories so that he has the ability to run very quickly and very, um, agile, like, when he sees things above, you know, in the air that are circling around in the shape of vultures. Well, probably more of eagles and falcons and things. I think I guess vultures wait until something, you know, vultures are over on Highway 41 probably waiting for this, uh, for, for other types of food, right? But Fievel is trying to survive and he is, uh, while he's getting food for calories, He's also uh, keeping his eye out for prey, right? And that's his, that's his mode. And that's basically 
his life in a nutshell. He's basically living from moment to moment, from instant gratification to instant gratification, calories and safety. Those are his, uh, that's just his, uh, I guess, ethos at this point, right? Then let's change the story. Let's, uh, let's, let's widen the camera angle and let's get ourselves into a classroom where there are 25 rambunctious third graders and they are having an art class with their teacher who is teaching them how to use watercolors and how to paint a picture of a field mouse named Fievel, right? So now Fievel's gone from 3D into a watercolor rendition or at least very Picasso-like renditions across all these different pieces of paper amongst these uh, third graders, right? But I want to focus on the teacher. Let's call her, and this is a shout out to my high school teacher, Miss Winthrop, who is, is amazing. And she's, uh, she was my art teacher for like three years of my, of my high school years at Braddock, uh, senior high school here in uh, Miami in the Kendall area. Um, let's just call this art teacher, Miss Winthrop, right? And, um, and she is very much different than this field mouse in reality field mouse, the 3D field mouse, Fievel. She is, um, she's not in survival she's she's thriving she absolutely loves art she absolutely loves children even when they get difficult at times and a little bit like hurting cats right like hey you get over here you get over here and you think you got everybody on the same page and then there's another one looking out the window another one's like painting their t-shirt with the with the orange watercolor um but she is in this world of meaning and purpose because she's actualizing this value of creativity, artwork, uh, instruction, teaching, career, um, you know, and she's just seeing these 25 children creating, right? So she is not in surviving, she's thriving. She's living, a, uh, she's on a path of purpose. She's on a path of value, right? So like, you know, I've got my left arm out and my right ar arm out, as if you can see me uh, in an purely audit auditory medium, right? But if you're not driving and you're not doing something that's going to be dangerous to do that, just I would challenge you to do that. Stick your left arm out and your right arm out, and then picture your right arm being the path of the field mouse, the real field mouse, Fievel, and how he is basically just in survival mode, where he his only purpose is to uh, consume calories and to be safe right and and that's basically it as long as he can do those things i think he, he's all right he's not really um got anything more diversified in his head at least not that we know of right and that's your right hand um and he's basically uh living a life of symptom reduction and the, the main symptoms he is trying to reduce is hunger fear and maybe some anxiety and whatnot right he's trying that's all he's really doing he's from one symptom reduction to the next then we look at our left arm, and that's uh, the Miss Winthrop example and how um, she's going in a direction, a direction of a series of values, right? Things that are important to her, uh, a career, uh, mentorship, instruction, youth, art, creativity. She's trying to show a willingness to commit actions that would honor such values. And so she, that left arm is a path of 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 purpose of a, a path of value okay so that's um that is the two different paths okay 
we will continue to explore that as, as we start to unpack this further and how um, our life is sort of a balancing act between these two, right? Huh. Cue the intro theme, balancing act, right? The podcast. So um, that's the balancing act between the two because uh, we are constantly balancing back and forth between, the, between these two paths, between a path of value and purpose-driven um, acts and direction and and also um, a path of symptom reduction where things come up and we're trying to instantly gratify ourselves to reduce symptoms of one, one way or another. So that is the act. Values. So like, what is a value? What makes a good value, right? Well, number one, I'll tell you what a value is not. It is not a destination. You, you don't arrive at a value, right? Uh, I, keep, I keep throwing a shout out to this particular gentleman because I think he's phenomenal. He's, uh, he's, he's really good. I would recommend you checking out his work. His name is DJ Moran. He's an act therapist. He's, he's fantastic. And he talks a lot about the idea that values is a direction, not a destination. And a, a, he uses the analogy of, like, say, going east right or west uh, it doesn't work so well at north <laughs> you'll see the analogy doesn't hold so well with north and south that you're about to notice why but it works it works a lot better with east and west because if my value is to travel east from say i don't know miami right might as well keep it let's keep it local i can travel i'll need a boat but i can travel about 150 miles east tomorrow and still have a lot more east to go, right? And then I can travel another 500 miles east the next day, and then the, the following day still have a lot more east to go, and over and over and over again. That is a, a good way to explain values, because it gets really confusing when your value is a destination. Like if my value is to go to Orlando from Miami, if that's like a life value, what happens when I get there, right? And then what's, what's the next step? So values are being, um, directions work a lot better because you're, because you always have somewhere to go. You always, you, you always have a direction to travel in. So there's always a reason to continue the effort. I've had several clients over the years who, um, when you ask them, uh, one of their values, they, you know, they talk about having a certain amount of money in the bank. And then you, if you begin to ask, well, what happens when you hit that number, then you get this puzzled look again. It's that little girl from, uh, I, I'm, I'm kicking myself that I can't remember her name, the little girl from Monsters, Inc. I think I'm going to cheat on the next, on the next uh, after the, the next section. I'll look it up so I can actually like tell you guys so I don't feel so like inadequate that I don't know what her name is. But the little girl, is it Blue or Boo? Uh, we'll find out together, right? But if I ask, if they, if they tell me their values to have, say, $150,000 in the bank, and then I ask them, okay, what happens when you get that much in the bank? And then you get that vacant blank stare. It's like, that's exactly what happens when your value is more of a destination than a direction. So, so values are very much about uh, a direction to go in. And another thing about values is it's the idea that the, the effort is the reward when traveling in that direction. Okay. And what I mean by that is very typical values that I, that get identified with my clients is like spirituality, uh, physical health, family, career. Those tend to be uh, the typical values that get identified, right? So in terms of spirituality, yeah, spirituality is a direction that I want my life to go in. I want to live a more spiritual life. And then 
and then my career and then say family right now the reward um there is no like actual like reward like reinforcement that you would get for traveling in the direction of spirituality other than the effort of of the actions to and to go in that direction right so what i mean by that is say for someone that is christian right they'll say yeah i want to be you know i want to be more willing to honor my value of spirituality and then i'm going to do all these different things and we'll get to that in the next episode when we talk about committed action right i'm actually do these behaviors they're going to honor this value of spirituality but you're not guaranteed to receive a reward for doing it right like it's not like you're going to get like chocolates aren't going to fall out of the sky to to reward you or um, no one's going to give you a pat on the back you know they might you, you don't know it's not guaranteed so really, the, when pursuing a particular value and to, to, to live your life in, in, the, you know, in line, in the left arm, right, the, the path of, of a purpose-driven, value-driven life, the reward is that you're going in the direction. The, the effort is the reward. The climb is the reward, right? If, if something comes as a reward on top of that, like say... Say so. Say for the for like the value of career. Like say someone starts going all in. They start busting their butt because they're really trying to be willing to to cultivate this career. And then um, things really fall into place for them, which is very rewarding. Those things that fall into place, that's bonus, right? That's th- those things are bonus um, for the effort because the effort is the reward. That's what keeps you going. Because what happens if the, if the things don't fall into place, are you going to just, are you going to quit? Are you, are you going to just give up on the process of that direction that you were traveling? No, you're not right now. If you're going in there looking for the reward, guess what? If the reward doesn't come, you're going to give up. And that's the, that's the, the, the crux. That's, that's the key, the cheat code of traveling towards your values is to be okay with the fact that the direction, me traveling in the direction is enough. It's, it, if whatever comes that's good out of it, like at the end, that's bonus. But the fact that I'm doing things that are value-driven, that honor my values, that's enough and that's why I do it. Because the other way around, you're, you're in for disappointment. Because once you feel like the, you know, the situation is not providing what you were in it for, then you're probably going to fall off and you're probably going to go into instant gratification. And pretty soon you're going to be shifting from the left arm to the right arm and being more like the field mouse and instantly gratifying and trying to reduce the symptoms of being regretful that I've done these value driven things and nothing has gone my way. Right. So that's tough. And that's the idea of values is that values. Number one is a direction that we travel in. It's not a destination. And number two, the effort is the reward. It, we don't go in the direction um, banking on the fact that it's going to go our way, right? You know, it's always the hope, but if it goes our way, that's bonus. The, it's the fact that we are in line with our values, which is the reward. The effort is the reward. Instant gratification. So um, well, behaviorally speaking, uh, when we talk about like reinforcement, like reinforcement normally comes in like, four basic categories and this is at a risk i always kind of put a, i should start creating a little ticking clock in the background when i get into the behavior mode because if i'm if i'm not paying attention i get uh really nerdy in this behaviorism talk and it goes on for a long time so i, I may uh um i may start creating a ticking clock in the background just so i can keep myself timed on this stuff but behaviorally speaking when we talk about reinforcement kind of it tends to come in four categories right uh 
it's a, a reinforcement. It can be something that's pleasurable. It could be something that uh, is in the form of escape that we escape an aversive stimuli. Uh, it could be attention seeking that, uh, and the or auto reinforcing, right? So um, those tend to be the four ways, uh, the four cate- categorical ways that reinforcement is packaged in, in you know in labs and life and ge- just in general, right? So when we talk about instant gratification, a lot of times it's it's for the instant reinforcement. It's the instant the instant pleasure. Uh, so the, the grasping of something that feels good, or the the or the pushing away of something that's aversive. The escape strategy, right? Uh, and then attention is, you know, that's if attention is actually preferred reinforcement. And then auto reinforcement is really, con- uh, you know, that's a, that's a whole other category of thing, which maybe one day we'll we'll talk more about that. But that's not so relevant, I would say, although it can be. Um, I'm just uh, vetoing. <laughs> I'm having this debate in my head about it, but I decided that I'm going to diffuse from the thought of wanting to get into the auto reinforcement right now. The main thing to take from this about the reinforcement is uh, is this idea of pleasure or escaping pain, right? Uh, pushing or grasping, right? Which uh, is instant gratification. That's symptom reduction. And symptom reduction comes in a lot of different ways. It's it's eating the, the ice cream that you're craving. It's uh, it's uh, drinking the drinking the alcohol that you're craving or maybe uh, or consuming a particular substance or drug because you want to push away a particular feeling. It's uh, it's acting out in anger because you want to somehow reduce a symptom of resentment or frustration that's within you. Right. It's uh, you're doing this instant gratification because you do not want to have to somehow feel the discomfort that's going on right like an example of the sec of the paths when i was talking about the field mouse fival i almost you know let's call it by 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 his name right there was this instant gratification of living moment at moment because he was trying to number one escape the sensation of of uh, danger he was also you know consuming calories was probably satiating this this hunger that he that he that he had so he was uh you know uh satiating or pushing away hung, um, hunger pangs or what or whatnot right so it's a a mode of a, a, mo, a, a mode of survival for five right that, that rhymed survival five okay uh anyway uh so this uh idea of instant gratification is just the moment to moment thing right now so to to pull back a little bit and to see more of the full picture is that in our everyday life we have choices to make we have, we have choices any situation that comes up, we have two, basically two categories of choice. This is uh, the way DJ Moran talks about this, right? It's we can either instantly gratify um, to symptom reduce, or we can commit our actions to, to, to something that honors our values, right? So like, say, for an example, if I am on a diet, right? Because uh, I want to show a willingness to um, live towards a value of, of physical health, right? And then I go out to a restaurant with friends and say it's a, it's a sports bar. Um, I love chicken wings. I, I can pretty much give you like a score of any kind of chicken wing that's anywhere within like a 30-mile radius of where I live here in Miami because I think I've been to all the places, right? But say that I'm, you know, I'm not going to eat chicken wings because I decided, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to commit towards my value of physical health and I need to eat more healthy, right? So I got to stay away from the dairy or the blue cheese and I'm going to stay away from the fried food or the wings. I'm going to probably just eat a chicken salad or something like that, right? Which is, you know, for, for some of you, I think you're already like, oh God, here we go, right? Like who's going to go to a sports bar and eat a chicken salad? 
But that moment when the menu's in my hand, I have a choice. I have a choice to instantly gratify and just say, hell with it. I'm going to order the chicken wings or I am going to order uh, a chicken salad because that is going to honor my value. So I can either do a left arm path, which is a value-driven decision to order the food that is more in line with my values, or I'm going to do a right arm path and instantly gratify from moment to moment and just gratify the craving of these wings would probably be pretty magnificent, especially when I see the table next to me, they're eating like a bunch of them with a bunch of blue cheese, right? How fused are you guys right now to that thought? Are you thinking about uh, chicken wings right now? Are you getting hungry? Um, are, is anyone getting a call back to episode two with the Trudosco? Um, so that's really the, the, the fork in the road that we end up in. We end up in this fork in the road all the time, every day. It's we get into this position where we need to make either a decision that puts us that keeps us in the direction of our values, which is thriving, or we make a decision that puts us in line with instant gratification, which is surviving and not and not the thriving that that, that we want. To be flexible is to make decisions based on our values. To be inflexible is to make decisions based on instant gratification because we're simply just reducing symptoms. We're simply putting ourselves down on the ground in the field like the field mouse. We're basically just living moment to moment, just trying to survive because we are not putting ourselves in a path of, of thriving. And as we wrap up, it's the challenge, right? The balancing act challenge. So uh, basically, uh, I just want you to, to pay attention. As I always do, I try to encourage you to be an active participant in your own life, right? And just start thinking about, okay, um, why do I make the choices I make? Like, are my choices, the things that I'm doing behaviorally, am I doing this because I'm just reducing symptoms? Am I just doing moment-to-moment type living, a moment-to-moment type uh, decision-making on that right arm path of the field mouse of Fival? Or, or, am I, um, or am I actually doing these things? Have I, have I decided to make actions that are more towards values? Do, do I know what my values are? Have, do I need to sit down and actually, like, explore what are the directions that I want my life to travel in? Like, what are my top five values? Is it spirituality? Is it career? Is it relationships? Like, is, is it, is it physical health? Is it mental health? Is it, uh, is it a uh, philanthropy? Is it charity? Like what, wh- who am I as a human being? Like, wh- like wh- where, are, where are the directions that I want to go as a human being so that I can start getting a better idea of who I will be as a human doing. So that's what, I, that's the, what the challenge is. I want you to take an inventory. Think about it. Th- think about, what direction um, you'd like to go in and, and compare it to the, the direction that you've been going in. Again, thank you so much for listening. I, I appreciate it. I'm so grateful that you, uh, that you would uh, dedicate time to this. Uh, this is definitely, um, it's a great experience for me. I'm, I'm learning as I go. I'm trying to be as flexible as possible in this process. Um, I've been incredibly humbled by the feedback. Uh, a lot of people have reached out to me. They've, uh, they've actually asked me follow-up questions, uh, wondering, like wanting me to expand on some concepts and, and whatnot. I, I want you to know that is definitely something that is uh, a resource that's available, right? Uh, if you, uh, you can email me at the balancing act podcast at gmail.com. I will try my best to get back to you as soon as possible. And uh, ultimately, I'm just here to, to provide some insight. Hopefully, it's helpful. Um, maybe cultivate or uh, an environment where you become more aware and hopefully more self-aware and to start make, uh, connecting some dots that maybe you, you haven't really even thought about connecting before. And, uh, and I hope that uh, you've enjoyed this as we continue. 
I hope that you subscribe. I hope you, you share. And uh, as we continue to, to work on this balancing act together. Thank you so much. My name's Danny. I'm thankful and take care.